Welcome to Home and Classroom Shorties, where we update you on what's happening and share a bright idea or two in 15 minutes or less. I'm Dana, and Kevin's out today, but that's okay because Claire's back. Woohoo, I'm back. Welcome back, Claire. Thank Fill you. Fill us in. What have you been up to? Well, you know, I'm just raising a little baby. Woo. Yeah. It's well, quite an adventure, but I'm happy to be back. I'm glad you're back. So let's get into it. Last week, we celebrated Provider Appreciation Day with a comedy night at the Hilton Garden Inn. Over 100 of you joined us for a night full of laughs, prizes, good food, and so much more. Although I wasn't able there to join you all, I was following along on Instagram and Facebook, and it looked like comedian Missy Hall was a big hit. Kate kicked off the night with some remarks showing our appreciation for all childcare providers and introduced Missy. Let's listen. Before we dive in, I want to give you all a round of applause. And thank you. $1,000 Diane Meckler scholarship was awarded to Saratoga County family child care provider Carla Seeley at the end of the night by our executive director, Abby Kovacic. Here's a clip. For this year, we have selected a family child care provider who has 27 years of experience, has an associate's degree in business, and would like very much to continue your education to get a degree in early childhood. So today, I am pleased to award this back to Carla Seeley. There are also a dozen of prize baskets won, as well as two 50-50 winners. Our own Philomena and Bonnie hosted a What's Your Why board, where we found out what inspires you. Here are a few of the wonderful responses we received. Giving children skills to be healthy adults, teaching and leaving with a smile every day, and providing a better future for all. The New York State Network for Youth Success is facilitating a JEDI training series focused on justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion for after-school and youth professionals. From March through August, the network is hosting free JEDI trainings led by compassionate, engaging experts on topics and issues critical to New York youth. Racism, bias, LGBTQIA, gender, Latinx, intersectionality, Native American cultural competency, and youth autonomy. The next session will be held this Friday by Caleb Sagan, who was just featured on our latest Home and Classroom episode on the topic of youth and the right to privacy. More information will be linked in the show notes. Child Care Finance Support Specialist Kirsten Kennedy is hosting two information sessions on June 7th, the first from 9 to 11 a.m., and the second from 1 to 3 p.m. here at Brightside Up. Join us to learn about some tips and organizational skills to prepare for a potential state or federal audit. 
Learn specific methods to organize your records and make a smooth process if you are asked to present documentation for stabilization one and two. This is a great opportunity for providers to be proactive and expand your knowledge of the auditing process. On June 7th, join registered dietitian Jean Batilla Felici in her interactive Tools of the Trade training on preparing dried beans. Jean will walk you through the steps to prep dried beans while mixing up black bean burgers. See the recipe demonstration, including how children can help. Share your expertise, recipes, and hear ideas from others. On June 8th, our early childhood coordinator, Colleen Sterling, will train observing and recording skills over Zoom. When you watch children play, you can discover their interests, assess their developmental level, and uncover skills they need to practice. Learn to write objective observational notes and document those observations in a way that will aid in program management and enhance children's growth. So we're trying out something new this episode. I sat down with Desiree, who gave us a medical minute, if you will. We'd love to have our staff members on more often to teach us about their expertise. So if there's something you want to know more about, whether it be health-related, infant-toddler, play, anything, let us know and we'll grab one of our experts to join us on the podcast for a few minutes. In the meantime, here is Desiree with a medical minute on Nurse Maid's Elbow. Welcome to your first shorties. Want to introduce yourself? Oh, gee, thank you. Yeah, I am a registered nurse and um, one of the child care health consultants here at Brightside Up. I work alongside Rachel and Barb. Great. So tell us, what is Nursemaid's Elbow and how does it happen? So Nursemaid's Elbow is actually a pretty common injury in toddlers and preschoolers. It's also known as a pulled elbow. Our body is a very complex system, Mm -hmm. Um, so even though we think of an elbow as just an elbow, it actually has a lot of moving parts to it. So nursemaid's elbow occurs when an elbow ligament, which is a short band of flexible tissue that connects two bones and holds joints together, slips out of place and gets caught between the two bones and the elbow joint. When this happens, it causes arm pain, but it doesn't cause any swelling, bruising, or any physical deformity of the arm or elbow. So sometimes it's hard to tell what is exactly wrong with the child. Children might say that their wrist, arm, or elbow hurts, and they may hold the arm straight or slightly bent, and they might not want to use the arm. Because the ligament in the elbow is still loose in children, it's easy for the ligament to slip out of place. And it most often happens when children are lifted by the arm during play. It's something we don't think about, but simply swinging a child around by the hands or pulling their hand to stop them from falling or running away can cause nursemaid's elbow. It can also happen from the child rolling over on the arm while playing or sleeping. Because the ligament eventually tightens, the injury is less common after age five, but can still occur through age seven. Okay, how can we prevent this? So the best way to prevent nursemaid's elbow is to simply not pull, tug, or swing a child by the arms or the hands. But you should also remember that this can happen with rolling onto the elbow and some children are more prone to it happening. So it's unfortunately not 100% preventable. Gotcha. What should we do just in case it does happen? So when nursemaid's elbow occurs, like I said before, it's hard to tell exactly what's wrong. Because it can often be confused with a fracture, it's important that the child is seen by a doctor. With a brief history of what happened and examining the injury, this can usually be diagnosed without an x-ray. But if it's unclear how the injury occurred, a doctor may do an x-ray just to rule out a fracture. But once nursemaid's elbow is diagnosed, it's pretty easy to fix. Sometimes the ligament actually moves back into place by itself, but if not, the doctor may perform what's called a reduction, which is just a gentle movement of the arm to move the ligament back into place. 
This only takes a few seconds and you can actually hear the ligament pop back into place. It's only uncomfortable for a short time and the child usually is back to normal within 15 minutes. Um, but it's also important for providers to remember that if this happens while the child is in program, it is considered an incident, so they do need to fill out an incident report and report it to OCFS. Good to know. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. CDA week is June 11th to 17th. CDA is a special time to recognize the dedication and commitment of teachers who go above and beyond to achieve their professional development goals. Look out for our CDA Week campaign on Facebook, where we ask those who have received their CDA, what does it mean to you? You can earn your CDA with us. It is the most recognized credential in early childhood education as a stepping stone on the path of career advancement. Classes start in July in English and Spanish. Learn more on our website. And now for some bright ideas. In honor of Jean's training, this week's bright idea is the how to cook dry beans tip card. One cup of dried beans yields two cups of cooked beans. Hot soaking is usually preferred due to the shorter prep time and is less gas producing compounds. Let's go through the preparation steps. One, inspect beans and remove any debris like sticks and stones. Yes, it's possible. Two, wash beans in cold water. Three, soak beans through the traditional hot or quick method. Four, Drain and rinse beans with cool, fresh water. Five, cook the beans using the traditional instant pot or slow cooker method. For details on these different soaking and cooking methods, be sure to check out the tip card linked in our show notes, available for download in English and Spanish. Scan the QR code for bean recipes. To store your cooked beans, you can put them in a fridge and an airtight container to up to four days. Cooked beans can also be stored in the freezer and their cooking liquid for up to six months. Remember to always leave extra space in the container since beans can expand. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for the season finale as Kate and Rachel chat with Mike Jenkins and Connor Armbruster from CEO Head Start for our most musical episode yet. Here's a sneak peek. Um, you could do Little Miss Muffet. Or Little Miss Muffet? Oh, yeah. Little Miss you want Muffet. a Little Miss Muffet? Little okay, Miss this Muffet. is one of our old hits. <laughs> and uh, we have a good SAT word in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of an inside joke, but yeah. <laughs> Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet Eating her curds and whey Along came a spider And he sat down beside her Frightened Miss Muffet away Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet Spider, and he sat down beside her, frightened his muffin away. Frightened his muffin away, away. <laughs> frightened his muffin away, away. Along came a spider, and he sat down beside her, frightened his muffin away. Now there is a very long word for being afraid of spiders. This is a fun fact. And it sounds like this. Arachnophobia. It's a pretty good movie, too. <laughs> Little Miss Muffet, she sat on her tuffet, eating her curtain whey. 
became a spider and he sat down inside. Everything we mention here on today's episode will be linked in our show notes. You can find that on our website, click on Sandbox, and Home and Classroom. That's what's happening this week. Find our show notes on our website at brightsideup.org. Click on Home and Classroom. Also look for our Instagram page at Home and Classroom on Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. By doing so, you're helping to create a world where all children are understood. 